Welcome to the holiday edition of the Tree 54 podcast. This is Tree 54, and we're going to this week's of AEW Dark. It opens up with the Human Suplex Machine Taz, Scalper, welcoming the fans to another jam-packed edition of the show. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Jungle Express versus Bear Country in a tag team match. They have taken the lead, and Jungle Express has defeated Bear Country. Next up, Nyla Rose versus Tessa Price. Tessa, I mean, Nyla Rose dominated Tessa Price and won the match. Mm-hmm. We had a Myro versus Sunny Kids in a single match. Before that, we got a promo video on Myro's YouTube channel about he dominating AEW and and 2021 will be a new year. So basically, she crushed Sunny Kiss with with the game changer. So that that's a great. So that was a good match. So there goes. But here's the thing: Sunny Kiss is a good mid carder, so it'll go good. It'll be good. Now we got a special holiday edition of Dr. Britt Breaker's The Waiting Room segment. We had Zarian Kitchener Daniels having a crazy talk. And they had agreed if they lose one more match, they will split as a team. It's basically tough love for Kazarian to Chris Daniels. But it's that tough love that Daniels need to hear to get back on track. Now we go on to Thunder Rosa versus Jasmine Allure in a women's singles match. This was a good match from from Thunder Rosa versus a Texan woman who wrestled for Thunder Rosa's Mission Pro Wrestling promotion. Jasmine Allure put up a good show, but Thunder Rosa won the match. And I feel that Jasmine Allure is going to be the future of, of the women's division AEW. Stay tuned. Now we get to Stu Grayson versus Lee Johnson. This was a good competitive match. We saw Lee Johnson get out his stuff. And Grayson got the win. In the end, Stu Grayson got the win and defeated Lee Johnson. Now we go on to Alice Garcia versus Kylan King in a women's singles match. This was a great match, as Garcia put up a good effort against Kylan King. And yes, she Garcia is not ready for TV ready, but she proved herself that she can be ready. So, so now basically after that match, Garcia is going to be facing Hikaru Shida tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow night, which was yesterday. Since which is yesterday since this is my podcast on Thursdays. I do my podcast on Thursdays. So it was yesterday on Wednesday. So you, you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. We got the pre-Pierre Avalon versus Mike Verna. Pierre Avalon got the win with with his double knee move finisher. And he's basically defeated, destroyed the Man of Steel. That's right, Mike Mike Verna is the Man of Steel. This was a part of Pierre Avalon's little challenge. 
don't know what that's about. It might have a payoff. We hope to see. We got Red Velvet versus Vert Vixen in a women's singles match. Red Velvet got the win against Vert Vixen. Vixen put a little good effort. She's another woman from the Mission Pro Wrestling, started by Dunder Rosa. We got Dark Order 5 and 10 versus Arisoto, Filigal Del Sol, and Ray Jasmine. Oh, forgot Colt Cabana in a six-man tag match. It was a great match put together. Dark Order got the win, as usual. This could be a... Next year will be a big year for Dark Order. Stay tuned. Then we got Leah Hirsch versus Maddie Rankin, Rankiski in a women's singles match. Leah Hirsch pulled out a big win, dominated, and Maddie, I'll give her some facts. She did a massive effort. She's another one of these women from the Mission Pro Wrestling Indies, but she is the future of AEW's women's division. You'll see. We got the Gun Club versus TNT in a tag team match. It was a well hard to fit, hit to hit match. But the Gun Club got the win. After that, TNT, the Gun Club, they shook hands. Now we go to the co-main events. Ray Phoenix versus Dami Limelight. I will give you this. I This match was quite amazing. Dami Limelight showed what he had gotten. And gave Ray Phoenix a run for his money. And it was quite good. I hope Dem Limelight get a get signed with All Elite Wrestling. It should happen. It should. Alright, we got to the, the the final main event. Seidel versus Serpatico. It was a good, decent match. It was put together. We got a more involvement from the Chaos Project. And Seidel managed to get the win. It was a good match. So basically, and after that, Scabber hypes up tonight's Hollywood Bat episode of Dynamite's Dark comes to close. So this concludes this week AEW Dark on the holidays. I'll see you I'll, later on. I'll be reviewing the Dynamite, so stay tuned for my. Here's a commercial and enjoy. We're back. This is this is my AW a dynamite dark review. We are back again. We are back, and now we're gonna review dynamite. So basically, mm-hmm, the dynamite we we just watched last last night. This is Thursday today. Anyone notice? The show featured fresh meat in the main event. Inner Circle Drama and Sting Returning to the Jungle. Now we get straight to the jungle. Tony Siobhan interviewed Sting in the ring. Sting reiterated that it feels great to come back full circle to the jungle on TNT. Sting went on a spring on how he would see the break from Dusty Rose to boost him into the main event matches with Flair. Seeing Cody Rhodes running AEW. Made Sting want to help lead the charge. After Shivani opened Sting up to address Darby Allen, Team Taz interrupt. Taz would stick up of Sting, sticking his nose in their business. The crew inched towards the ring with violence in their mind. Lights out, lights on. Darby had a skateboard in hand to stand alongside Sting with his trusty bat. 
tasked Cougar Jets and were content away for January 6th when Brian Cage challenged Allen for the TNT title. The Cage was so itching the fight, he had to be calmed down and scored away. The scene closed with Sting, Allen in a stare down, reminiscent of Larry David on Kirby enthusiasm. Now, there was progress with Sting. Eh, not so much. Does her appearance with Sting slash electric vibe? Yes, indeed. And at least this week was executed better to give Sting a reason to keep stringing us along. Ricky Starks continued to shine in this promo time. I, f- I also like Cage getting up the. He's been on the back burner far too long. It's time for Cage to unleash Fury. He needs to destroy some property and fit a raid next week. Give us a reminder of salvation for the title fight. Now let's go to the, the rest of the dynamite. Jericho and Jayette versus Top Flight. Eagle was ringside. Top Flight was speeding and flipping for Jericho and MJF to handle in the early going. Aaron Circle took over at the MJF suckered one Martin brother into a clothesline by Jericho on the floor. Flight had the hot tie moment of clean house with slick moves. In the end, Hager's presence paid dividends when he pulled one of the Martin brothers off the apron. MJ pounced for a heat seeker pile drive to win. Quality already from top flight there with flu and teamwork had the Jones to stand up to sexy hooligans. I never believed top flight might win, but they certainly show that they belong on dynamite. Jericho and MJ have worked together as well. I wouldn't mind seeing a rise of the Tarantino ranks to start fan. We got some inner circle drama. The soap probably did stop once. Air circle Tarantino included. Jake Hager is at the mic to challenge Warlow next week. He was upset that Warlow has been around to carry his share of the load. Hager understood that Warlow is an asset, but he also views Warlow as an asshole. House fight deluxe, yes please. I think a fist fight is exactly what would help these two forces closer together. Later, we get an MJF emotionally bonded with Santana over the recent loss of loved ones. Santana accepted MJF with a handshake hug. Wisdom to always keep his head up. Ortiz also shook MJF's hand. This was more interesting to see in the night. MJF is still the faint that I wanted to believe he's only up to no good. But the emotion felt real. Satana responded perfectly to the big brother rule. If MJF does end up peeling it away from Jericho, then we'll probably look back in this moment at the beginning of a Michelin scheme. Jurassic Express defeated Cocabana at 5-10. Good boy had the hot chair, take out the dark order. Luchasaurus pressed Marco Stunt out of the ring onto Cabana and 10. Then Dino and his boy finished with five with a combo powerball. <laughs> this was entertaining bout with plenty of flashy moves. My move was that Cabana pulled up his chest and strut. It was humorous, but it didn't take away from the flow of action. Luchasaurus is so good at cleaning house, but we're generally the same route. It always Power at the power is move kicks and actually the standing moon salt. Jurassic Express earned a solid bay fist win so he could gain momentum for a fight with FTR. Speaking of FTR, they challenged Luchura Jungle Boy to a match on January 6th. FTR is on a personal quest to gain the tire titles. Tully Butcher threatened harm to stun if he gets the fall. Pack versus Butcher. Blade Bunny and Pentagon ringside while Andy Custom was at ring commentary. It was nice to hear Coach Shabai take no more guff. It's that lippy with Kingston Low. I expect that it may end with Siobhan seeing fire across the face. Butcher new gear and leather pants with red waist sash. Butcher battered pack early. Pack came back with kids on a black air set. Blade 
punch Pentagon, the ring post, and knock Pox balance on. Bridger hit a clothesline, side land, and a power bomb. Pac kicked out of the pin. Bridger argued with the referee that saw him putting Pac away. Kicked him on the car, saying, Yo, Bridger, please. Lewis Edger came out of cut up Kingston's path. Pac used a stretch and strike a rounds kick, and Black Arrow final attack with a victory. Afterward, Archer chatted with Pac. This topic seems to stay out Archer's way so he can pummel Kingston. We got the wedding date. Sabian Ford. We'll tie down on February 3rd on the Beach Brook theme episode of Red Dynamite on February 3rd. Myro trolled up attending the best friends, Orange, best friends and Orange Cassidy were going to ruin the announcement. Instead, the camera showed Trent being loaned into an ambulance. It was implied that Myro did the damage. I'll admit that I feel hard for the best man trick. I initially rolled up as what appeared to be a particularly land iteration. Then I smiled once the reviews was revealed. Better than thought was Myro purposely blocking Siobhan on camera. Dustin Rose versus Uno. Johnson and Grayson were at ringside. Uno slapped Rose across the face before the bell rang. The batch progressed as a slower physical confrontation. Dustin prevailed a running bulldog. Afterward, Uno on his knees tried to recruit Rose to join the Dark Order. Dustin cheesed a handshake, then flipped the bird. Grayson attacked. Johnson fell and making the save. QT ran in the cold clock, then Johnson cleared the ring with a springboard drop kick. Rose took care of business like he would on. On to take out another member of the Dark Art, Arbison will be Grayson. It was nice to see Johnson get some sign shine as a man standing tall. He's paying up dues and could use a little bit of revelation for his status. Repackaged? Sean Spears sat down and Siobhan discussed his turn standing. Spears tossed the blood black glove aside. He believes he's more talented than Knife has said of the roster, and yet there's still a glass ceiling over him. Spears left WWE for that race. Now you see the same thing happening to Andy. I'm totally confused by the interview. The content delivered is fine. I chuckled at Spears Cassian Shabbat. The question about another repackaging of Spears. Why does he need? Did he dump Blanchard by dumping the glove? What about Scorpio Sky? Did that few end when with Spears thrown to the wall? It's confusing. Kushida defeated Sia Garcia after the match. Before the match, abandoned a bash a band bush sheet up a stage, the champ was pissed and put the work on Garcia. Abandoned a pair of rings so she had put the B on the ghoul. She barely made it back in time to ten count. She had won the Falcon Arrow Slam. Afterward, she had poked abandoned with a candle stick the, the zombie rose to bite Sheeta in the neck. That skirmish is weird. Well, I don't know why I enjoyed it. This was coming from a Lucha Underground fan. You shouldn't be surprised. Abandon chopping. She has neck with chest. I love the blood gushing in the abdomen. Abandon is not that seasoning in the ring. So this was a great aid to build assignment for the feud. I wait. can't wait for the championship fight next week. I'll be delivered with more zany. So it doesn't mean she comes to zombie. So I mean, those are the rules of zombie fight, right? Now we go to Young Bucks versus Acclaim, the main event. With tag straps on the line, the Bucks treat the youngster like fresh meat through the grinder. The Acclaim show fine spirit and the win on cost. After the injection, barely super kicked Rick Knox. Caster plays hack set with Nick's pouch. And a Bowen cracked the boombox on Nick's head. The back right for around the cap, but Nick stayed alive. M. Act Jackson destroyed Bowens with a power run through the table. A BT triggered the caster to end the bout. 
Bucks remain champion. The kind of player flip dips and super most fans of the Bucks that come to enjoy. Even though the referee spot fell over book, it was an entertaining contest of well overall. The claims show their bright potential. Claire defined the cells of scoundrel this ship, bright for AEW. I like to see the clan top fight become a career rivals. Now we note they claim it aired a music video this year the Young Bucks, this Young Bucks. And actually, the acclaim also wrapped their way to the ring for the main event. Now we got to Kenny Omega, Don Connell, sharing their thoughts about next week's world title defense against Phoenix. Omega pointed out Phoenix was a history of choking. When the phone rings, Omega calls the answer to win the belts. When Phoenix answers, he trips over his own feet and gets injured. Jay Cardell Cargill congratulates Brandy Rose on motherhood. However, it seems really convenient that Brandy's pregnant prevent a match for the year tour. AA better find Jada opponent worthy of her time. Jay's pro- promo was a little rocky, but it was good to see her get her face on screen and keep the story fresh in our mind. The start of the show, Top Flight. Well, my favorite move, you were the evening came from Top Flight when momentum from the sunset forced Jericho Slingshot Baby Brother over to Campbell for the Campbell on JF. So here's my thought on Dynamite. It provided a good exposure for the young crew. The character work promos were all treated. The stories continued story solely filled. Looks like they're picking up here. They headed to next year. So share your thoughts. How you how you thought about Dynamite? Is it good? All right, that was my review. Thank you. Because I will not be reviewing Dynamite and Dark until like. Until in January. So. Happy holidays. And thank you. Bye.